The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 204. Yes, it took a. After 200, we were so sick of everybody, we couldn't be in the same room together, but the, <laughs> the, the principal cast of Beyond is back. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside someone I am proud to say for the first time in about two years. PlayStation team member, Ryan Clements. Oh my god. Oh, thanks, guys. I'm going to clap, too. If you missed it, we uh, we have reformed the PlayStation team officially. Colin and Ryan are now working on the PlayStation platform every day along with me. Speaking of Colin, he only does everything Colin Moriarty. How are you? Beyond. I'm fine. Thank Beyond. you. I'm excited that we're all back. We're all back. Today's been a hectic day. It's been Lots crazy. going on. It's lot been of a em- good day. A lot of embargoes, a lot of reviews. It's a Labor Day weekend here in the oh, States. That's craziness. So it's a three-day weekend, meaning people have Monday off, and on top of that, IGN is taking a half day on Friday, so Colin and I are trying to turn out reviews, shove them into video review formats, get things posted, get mm-hmm. them out of here. Mm-hmm. Clement's doing nothing. I'm just sitting there. He's, He's just, just hanging around. Smoking stogies, walking I'm, around. Uh, I actually, to be totally honest, I've been in Japan mode for the last True. few weeks, and it'll be next week I will be in ultra Japan mode. You want to talk about that? TGS well, coming up. Yeah, Tokyo Game Show is coming up. It starts officially on September 15th, which is extremely close. I mean, that's only like two weeks away. We leave not this coming weekend, but next weekend for Tokyo. Weekend uh-huh. So we get one more Beyond with you, and then... And then I leave, and then okay. I'll be gone for a week. And I can probably record like a little file yeah. from Japan and okay. uh, send it to you guys. But uh, it's really crazy, guys. But I'm also really happy because this is... Um, I've really tried to take charge of our pre-Tokyo Game Show coverage. You've been putting and, up a lot of good uh, features. People should be checking out. A lot of cool features. If you just go, if you just basically search Tokyo Countdown IGN, you'll get all the the Tokyo features. We've of course, search so that on Google, not on IGN. Right, search it on Google. And you know, we're sort of our motto for this year is remember your roots, because as Altano put it, Japan invented gaming as we know it today, and uh, they've been an integral part of the industry for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're excited to go. Good, exciting. Yeah, uh, wh- wh- where were you excited to be today? You did. You, you want to do your little plug now? Yeah, I'll do my plug now. So I was uh, actually uh, our friend Walter uh, Snack Pack, Snack Pack, owner of the official podcast Beyond Turtle, who is dead, but whatever. Oh, that's okay. Long live the podcast Beyond Turtle, Parker. Parker. Uh, I will. Is that his name? Yep. I only know because uh, Walter's I am still pops up every time as Walter, and then in parentheses Parker's owner. So I understand <laughs> awesome. who he was. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so anyway, Walter was supposed to join uh, the folks over at Revision 3, which is sort of a website slash TV, television network, online network, Television I program? Yes. Well, it's not really television. It's online Web TV. video. Web TV. There you go. Thank you. Whew. Television That's program. That's tough. And uh, I, uh, Walter is, man, at death's door right now. He's super sick. So I stepped in because he didn't want to just outright cancel on these guys. So I joined for the, I think it's only their second episode of a Whoa. show they have called New Challenger, which is hosted by Anthony Carboni. And Do they play he, uh, the music that... Da, 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 and then they say, New, New Challenger. Challenger. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. But it's a really it's a cool show because he basically reviews a game and then has guests on. Then they sort of review the review and they kind of discuss it with him. And uh, I had the chance to go on and talk to him about Body Count, which I just reviewed earlier this week. And if you guys go to revision3.com and you find the new challenger icon or button, uh, it'll be it'll be live later tonight at some point. So what did you, what did you give me. Body Count? I gave Body Count a six point oh yeah, out of ten. That come out this week came out this week then let's save it for when we get to it at the regular point in the show but for the real show let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report time for some news yo yo 
News bizzle. <laughs> All right, uh, Colin Moriarty. Yeah. You formulated the Roper Report. I did. You put your own spin on the facts. Now you're gonna you're gonna give it to us. You're gonna distill. You know, I've been, been spinning things so heavily at all recently. Yeah. But um, we'll see how you did this week. Okay, there are eight items on the list. Okay. <laughs> Item one. Fuck you, Xbox. Oh. No. Is that not item one? That's not nice. Why would you say something like that? That's because that's what me doing an impression of you. Mm. Why isn't Layer on the list? <laughs> I love this voice. It's kind More. of Family Guy-ish. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My Little ex-girlfriend bit. used to do an amazing impression of the old guy. Like the, That's the guy you're talking Morrison about, right? Came yeah, came. Like, oh, yes, yes. With the slight whistle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, perfect Get impression. Get fat ass back here. <laughs> um, okay, number one. According to famous industry analyst Michael Pachter... Ooh, I know. PS3 okay. is primed to outsell Xbox 360 this holiday season unless Xbox 360 receives a new price cut. Interesting. In a conversation with industry gamers, Pactor says, quote, If Microsoft does nothing, I think PS3 will outsell Xbox 360. However, my friends at Microsoft are extremely proud, and they absolutely refuse to tolerate the possibility that the PS3 will outsell the Xbox 360. I think they have the ads printed for the Xbox 360 price cut and will drop them on the instant they see PS3 sales greater than 360 sales. I don't think that's how ads End work. Quote. Since 3S3's recent price cut, sales of the system have exploded significantly, which is true. Yes. Thoughts? Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It's been close for a while. It has been. Well, not really. Not here. Not in the U.S. I'm okay. just glad the PS3 is selling. Yeah, I'm glad people are buying it, playing some stuff. Because I have, look guys, I'm not going to lie, I have major stock in Sony right oh, okay, now. okay, good. Mm-hmm. And it's not a conflict of interest. No, because no, 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 no. I, I always forget about it, you know? Yeah, I always so. forget about it. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> Why isn't Heavenly Sword on the list? All right. Um, yeah, I think that's interesting just because, uh, you know, we've talked about it before. PS3 already is technically outselling 360 um, worldwide um, and will probably surpass its numbers, I suspect, by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a year behind on 360. So that's interesting stuff. But I don't think it's the price cut. I think it's the games that are compelling people and also where their friends uh, no, are. That's the price point, though. Because, I mean, people have waited for so long. For people, $250 PS3? To get it cheap enough to where they can th- throw the money away and not think about it. Where yeah. they can buy it and Uncharted and it'd be $3. Three dollars. Three hundred dollars. Three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> My deal. God. My God. <laughs> Sony printed the ads wrong. Deflation. <laughs> um, listen, we really want you to play. Get PS3, PS3, Uncharted three, three dollars. <laughs> uh, number two. Not surprisingly, Australian developer Team Bondi, the studios behind L.A. Noir, have been shuttered. The company is in quote administration, meaning it's in the hands of lawyers and accountants trying to sort out the company's situation in preparation for closing. This comes on the heels of stories chronicling uh, the team's extensive problems during L.A. Noir's development. Seven years, right? Was it yeah. seven years? Was, remember, Noir? remember that was supposed to be a Sony published PS3 exclusive. Mm-hmm. PS2, actually, I think it was supposed to be a PS2 game. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't recall. And then Sony was supposed to publish it on PS3. Then Rockstar acquired it and made it multi-platform. Anyway, it, we have fascinating stories, like in a fascinating exclusive about that from some time ago about uh-huh. the complete clusterfuck. I believe it's why L.A. Noir took seven years to make. Yeah. Go check that. Google that. Yeah, Google or that Or that one, you can come to IGN and search L.A. Noir and find it in the recent articles. Come to IGN.com. Google that document. Oh, that's what you did there, because they got the Google yeah, documents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh-huh. do. I use them. Uh, number three, the details of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's hardened edition have been revealed. The edition will come with a complete, uh, with the game disc, unique disc art, a one-year uh, Call of Duty Elite membership, founder status on Call of Duty Elite, a steelbook case, and 100-plus uh, page field journal. Wow. A lot of stuff. Yeah. You need to get it? No. No. Okay. Uh, number four. Clements, any oh, sorry. You, you want to get it? Huh? You want to get it? What? Oh, yeah. what? Oh, uh, Maybe. Okay. No. Mm, no, I don't think you're Just a normal go. game. Go get them, though, fans. After being confirmed for a European release, the Uncharted Dual Pack is now coming to North America. For $40, gamers can pick up Uncharted Drake's Fortune and Uncharted 2 Among Thieves together just in time for to prepare for Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception in November. If they were brilliant, they'd make standalone trophies for those. Uncharted, what do you mean, like, like new, tro- new trophy lists? No, I mean, just re put them under a different name so that when you put them in the system, yeah, you that's got, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not different trophies. Just, right. you know, the, now you'd have Uncharted Drake's Fortune and then Uncharted Drake's Fortune dual pack trophies. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then you can get, get two more platinum. Hell those yeah, again. I totally play that. I don't know if they're going to do that. They're they not, won't. They won't no, do that. No, no. no that, that won't happen. They haven't done that with any of the other games that came in the dual packs. Uh, number five, according to Japanese gaming magazine Famitsu, Persona 5. Persona 5 Persona. Is, in, is indeed in development. Details from Atlas are scarce, but series yes. veterans are reportedly hard at work on the newest installment, which is yet to be declared yes. for any specific platform, although I imagine it'll be a PS3 game. It'll be a PS3 game. <clears throat> yes. I guess 360 game also, because Catherine was multi-platform. Yeah, probably. Um, guys, mm-hmm. I'm already excited for Persona 5, and it's just starting development. That's really sad. I'm looking forward to it. I like I, Persona 3 quite a bit. Yeah. 
I bet I bet it's yep. not just starting development. I bet you that it'll be well, out next year. What? Ooh. No. And I bet you you'll see something on it at TGS. Ooh. I, I, dude, I don't a know. A lot? A lot. I feel like that's pretty early. Really? Persona 4 came out in 2008. No. Yeah. Not 8. Yeah. 2008. Yeah, December 2008. Really, Colin? Yeah. If I, I looked it up. It. Yep. And it says 2008 in the date. Yeah. I'm going to give you a big hug. Okay. All right. Go ahead and look it up right now. I don't have the... All right. Okay. It does seem... I don't know. It sounds All right. Hold on. I guarantee it. All right. Hold on. I'm going to... Keep going with the <laughs> that news. That sounds right. Okay. But in and out, did you, are you got this, is, is this next Persona 4? Do you want to know how I know that? A, I looked it up like three days ago when I wrote a story about it. But B, I remember Jeremy Dunham giving me a copy of the game. And okay. he was still here. Jeremy Dunham. Um, One of the podcast no founders. Dunham is correct. Uh, number six. A special edition of Persona 4 is coming to the PlayStation Vita. Entitled yeah, Persona buddy. 4 The Golden, this new edition of Persona 4 will include a slew of new extras, including an extra character, more voice acting, and new wireless functionality. Yeah, buddy. Trophies too, bro. Oh, shit. Well, certainly. Colin. What? Yeah. I'm going to get up and give you a hug. Hold on a second. Let me confirm. I knew I was right. I know. You're always right. God damn it. My my god my god what Persona 4 release date was december 9th 2008 according to yeah. ign yeah release calendar. uh here comes the hug everybody numbers you can't see oh okay come and, come embrace he's me. getting up he's rolling, rolling on the table now there's more to it obviously than just the hug they they are they are of course loves i, I doubt this made the roper report mm. but last night uh colin moriarty he only does everything <laughs> was ready to beat some biker's ass for oh ryan clements god. That was hysterical. It was scary, but hysterical. We were, I just didn't want any trouble. We were on a ride home from IGN, yeah. as we carpool these days. Yeah. And uh, Ryan was waiting to make the final turn to his apartment, pretty right. much. And he's up in the and crosswalk, about I, to turn. I would like. Well, no, hold on. I would like to note, I never make a right turn on that street when I have a red light, because I just had, there's too many blind spots. And you, there was still some so, of the crosswalk out. Yeah, there's some of the crosswalk out. I was really just kind of put, getting ready to turn for when the light changed, but I wasn't planning on turning. I also wouldn't turn without turning right to the right yeah. to make sure there were no pedestrians well, he wasn't about mad to about cross that, I don't think. In, into, my, into my view. Anyways, we're all sitting there having a conversation and all of a sudden you just hear <laughs> it's hard, on the back, like a hard, hard smack on the back of the car and from the back driver's side this guy rides up on a bike screaming at Clements about like being in the crosswalk and Colin loses his mind. <laughs> Ryan doesn't even react and Colin reaches across and Clements has a roller window so he's like reaching, roll down your, roll down your window, Ryan! And he starts yeah. trying to roll down Ryan's window and Ryan won't let him. So Colin, I not that I won't let him. I just, I was it all happens so fast. It, it all so fast. So Colin rolls down his passenger side window and then leans and cranes his head around the car to scream at this guy. <laughs> and I've never, it, it was such a perfect, like never have I seen such perfect sublime insults thrown out at like a, at the drop of a hat yeah. it's like you touch that car again i'm gonna knock your fucking ass off oh my god it's so good well guy, guy rode dude, away like a coward yeah he did ride away like a coward and that that all right so i like i was thinking about this he was on the sidewalk with his bike and the crosswalk's not for bikes, or and nor should he have been on the sidewalk. So, a, he had no business being mad at you because if he was where he was supposed to be, the car wouldn't have been in his way. And b, you don't, you don't, you know, maybe knock on the window if you're mad at someone or whatever. I see that all the time. Bikers are like super bold in San Francisco, and they're most of them are fucking nuts, frankly. Charles. And, yeah, Charles. <laughs> Charles. And and I was mad because like the guy smashed your car, like smashed your really? car. He slammed and then this he was gonna, what, He's gonna act like he's a tough guy, like like when, when four dudes are in the car, they could so, just go. And I, you know, no one was gonna say something to him, so I was gonna say something to him. I and he wrote, it. and he looked at me, and he was like, he was like shrugging, like he didn't say anything, do anything, and then like rode away like a coward. So whatever. I hope he's listening. I hope I hope he's a Beyond fan. Anyway, that'd be, that'd be awesome. I'm sorry that, that I'm sorry that happened to you. You didn't do anything wrong. I was protecting your honor. Uh, what? I wasn't upset at all. I was. I just see what I didn't want is for you to get out of the car and then start fighting this dude because then I wouldn't know what to do. I guess I'd have to park the car and get out and help. I'd have I can't to park just... the car. I'll be <laughs> no, right back, guys. No, no, I mean, like put it in the car spot so it doesn't roll into anyone, the street. Anyone have money for the meter? <laughs> <laughs> You're like clocking this dude. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna fight anyone. It's, I, like, it's like it's like the, the, someone needed to say something to that guy though because. Obviously, Obviously, he was a complete pussy for doing that, and he just rode away. You know, it was it was, a, it was a little uncalled for. What I've seen is a, a pedestrians like coming into the crosswalk, and the cars inching forward and don't see. I've seen people knock on the hood, yeah, and just like wave, and that's fine. Like that would have been fine, but that was he's, yeah, that was I mean, a pretty powerful sma- like, it knock. It sounded like someone like Greg said. It sounded like someone hit your car, yeah. like actually like banged you in the back. Yeah. So I, I I very much I texted Colin after, and I was like, "Thank you for de- defending my honor." <laughs> <laughs> someone had to do it. Yeah. 
Number seven. Counter-Strike Global Offensive is coming to PlayStation 3, and it will support PlayStation Move and mouse and keyboard support. Wait. That that's terrible. And it will support PlayStation Move and the mouse and keyboard support. No. Uh, it will just support Nassan. mouse and keyboard. Nassan. Nassan. The latter is the most surprising, considering mouse and keyboard support on PS3 is exceedingly rare. I thought that was really interesting, actually, because it will give people proper control of Counter-Strike, or what I guess Counter-Strike nerds would consider proper yeah, control yeah. On, three, on PS3. I don't think that's possible on 360, or at least it's not happening on 360. So, interesting. Also, I think the game's going to have like cross-platform uh, functionality again, like uh, Portal, Portal did. Cool. Um, and finally, number eight. All DLC coming for the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim will be exclusive to the Xbox 360 games God. for 30 days. Damn it. After that, the DLC will be set to come to PS3 and PC. I wanted to talk to you guys about this, because isn't that a little weird? You're going to pay money for a 30-day window of exclusivity with your, with your DLC. Well, now you're talking about the same thing we talked about at the GameScoop panel at PAX. Thanks for everybody who came out. It was uh, called IGN Don't Hate Us Because We're Beautiful. Uh, and it was, t- it was addressing all these people who hate IGN. And I pulled up a, uh, a tweet from another industry uh, person in our industry saying, Good job on the nine-hour exclusive for Toy Soldiers Cold War review IGN. I was like, well, and my response was, I, I want a 30-second exclusive. I want a 30-minute exclusive. I want whatever I can get so people know to come here first. Same thing for Xbox. How Although, that, wasn't there a case... I'm sorry, Colin. Oh, it's okay. Wasn't there a case where the person that made fun of that actually just had the wrong time? So they... <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was, like, they, they got the time wrong, and so we didn't actually have an exclusive. They just messed up the time. Nice. I'm pretty I don't sure know that if, if that was it, fine, but it was yeah. still the it was still the, you know, thought behind it was, oh, yes. whatever, good job, not, not even yeah. securing a date or whatever jerks um the jerk store called they're yeah. running out of you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I, I i mean to me that seems strange because we've been talking a lot about uh just exclusivity and how ps3 has all the exclusives and obviously i wrote the, a couple of those pieces yeah a couple weeks ago about really the huge stable of first party support for ps3 and people were like why didn't you write a story for xbox's first party support and i was like i really would have but it would have almost looked facetious to be perfectly honest with you like if we wrote those pieces and kind of linked into each other or whatever yeah. it would look like we were almost making fun of them because they have like three studios so yeah sony it, has a different uh, mantra a different idea for what they want to do i think it's a i think it's a long view turn like thing with sony i think that that's it working out for them mm-hmm. you have to have something to differentiate yourself and paying for 30-day exclusive dlc is we're, we're dealing with uh, you know something that people can just get 30 days later or whatever when you can really invest that money into an yeah. exclusive title you know well, that might compel people to buy your that, system that I under sorry I was leaning too far away from the mic that I understand but uh, I also I mean I kind of get it right it makes sense if most a lot of a lot of people have people, two systems you want to give them a choice if people know but here's another thing is that maybe the general consumer won't know about that mm-hmm. exclusive and that's I think that's totally possible like they just walk into the store and they're like you know I have a PS3 and a 360 I'm just gonna get the PS3 version maybe they won't even know unless it's somehow marked super prominently on the box but I don't think that's it's probably not going to be the case. They might do that. Yeah. All, All right. right. Colin's written a note here. Um, nope, he didn't. He just, just jotted down notes, facts for himself. Okay. All right. Nope. So, Colin. Yeah. Skyrim. Doesn't yes. come out for a long, long time. No, November 11th, I believe. Or November 1st. If like I wanted to play 11th. games now, where could I go to find out what's out? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. The IGN. Oh, I, was, I was back up. I was oh, Melody. Okay. I was Melody. All right, cool. The IGN. The list is a coming. Yup. Uh, why did I write this down? This isn't right. Okay. What the hell did I? I mean? don't know what you. What did you write down? I wrote Blood Rain down. Oh, that's, that, that's next that's, week. Yeah, and that's not even a, a retail game. Well, that's silly talk. What why? Are we, what why are you screwed up? Why, why are you taking the show I, off the rails? I, we're finally back. We were so we were so on for two hundred. Now I we're know. back together four weeks later. I know we're just messing everything we're just up. Fucking full of food sitting here. Um. I want to know what that game was supposed to be. There are other games on the list, but there, there was definitely three games this week. Okay. The other two are Madden 12 uh-huh. and Body Count. Okay. Now, what is the other one? There's another. There is another. Body Count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another retail game. Heavenly Sword. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, give me the rundown on Body Count there, Clements. Yeah. All right, buddies. So I gave it a 6 out of 10, as discussed earlier in the show. Uh-huh. That means okay. And what I think a lot of us forget about, remember, we talked about this uh, yesterday on Unlocked, uh, okay means okay. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't play the game, it just means you probably shouldn't buy it. No, it's not an 8, so, it, or actually it's not a 9, so it means they shouldn't play okay, it or care well, about the game. No, I mean, I think that that's totally ridiculous. I agree. Here's the thing, this is from the same studio, well, not from the same studio, but a couple of the same people that worked on Black, which was a really successful PlayStation shooter back in the day, came out in, want to say, 2006? Yeah, 2005, is that right? 2006. Um, it was at E3 in 04, I think. 
That was my first one. It was 2006. I know that. I'm pretty sure that's when it came out. I'm almost positive. Okay. I'm almost positive. You're real good about that Persona 4 date. Oh, snap. I know. Beyond! Well, I know. Vapor Strike. Ah. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm, I'm pretty positive with this one. It doesn't matter, though. Uh, same, s- same few people worked on it. I don't know if it's like the entire same team, but it's a shooter. It's got the, sort of the idea is fun with a gun. They just, you know, no vehicles, no crazy shit like that. It's just putting you in a battlefield. It's kind of arcadey, um, and there's a lot of environmental destruction. But here's the thing. First of all, there's I had a lot of problems with this game, but the environmental destruction is actually not as, I, I kind of want to use the word cohesive, but it's not as robust as games like, I don't know, Battlefield has a pretty prominent yeah, destruction yeah. system, right? And whereas in, in Body Count, like, sure, you can, like, tear through a few of these crates, and there's maybe this door that you can shoot through, but then there are, like, huge sections of the levels that you cannot destroy at all. You can make bullet holes in them, but they can't be destroyed. Gotcha. I think that's a little janky. I mean, if you want to really celebrate the whole let's destroy things with bullets, you should probably make as many things as possible destructible in your game. True. Right? Makes True. sense. Um, but you know, honestly, one of the biggest problems I had with this game is that they, they're trying to celebrate the whole carnage, the crazy fucking explosions and shit in this game. And they give you these guns that, and you know, they give you vision, they're visually rewarding to shoot like a wall and you see all the chips flying off and everything is cool. But then the scoring system rewards you for very precise kill shots and careful grenade throws and really like careful things you need to do you need to take your time to set this shit up Uh right so you want to play one way you want to just go shoot everything and have fun but then you get a really bad score because you didn't have enough kill like headshots it was bullshit yes body count body count and then madden's madden yeah man and madden 12 is also out on psp and i still can't think about what the fuck that game was that there's definitely a third game Hmm. what's not ringing any bells what could it be resistance Nope. <laughs> I already beat it, though. Oh, my gosh. Spoilers. Uh, if I wanted to buy a digital thing, where would I go? There's a lot. Well, you go to the PlayStation Network first. <laughs> Time for news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that uh, That accent there? I liked it. Uh, I yeah, you had a little bit of an accent there. You sound like Nico Bellic. Oh, my God. It's like your light on your desk. It blinds I turn, me every I turn day. the light on. That, 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 remind, that reminds me of, yeah, some stuff. That reminds me of a few things. That right. reminds me of a few things that happened in the office recently. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. When we Should turn off some lights. When we turn light? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> let, let's talk about uh, the downloadable games that came out that this week. That was awkward. Not really. Nah. I'm fine. They've, mm. The Beyond Nation has heard our inner workings before. Mm. Uh, the Baconing comes out this, or came out this week, $14.99. That's the next uh, Death Spank. That's too expensive. Yes. Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection with a K for nine ninety nine. That's the original. That's the original Mortal Kombat trilogy right there, all in one with online play, leaderboards, and trophies. I wonder, I wonder. I wonder how many trophies. I don't know. A billion. I need to know more. Then we have Four Elements HD, which I haven't heard of yet. Does anyone it's know pu- about this? It's a puzzle game. I'm reviewing it, but I'll probably won't get to it too early next okay. week. Yeah. Then we have Ugly Americans colon Apoc. Apocalypse again. Apocalypse again. Apocalypse again. Plus trial. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I got coached for that in the mail actually, and I sent them over to the Xbox team. I think they're gonna take care of it. Cool. Then we have Shock Troopers. That's a it's Neo a, Geo game. It's a run and gun shooting game starring eight mercenaries who face a terrorist <clears throat> organization. And then we have World Heroes. Awesome Neo Geo game. And we have Elevator Action Deluxe. Downloaded it. How are you like that it. one? Should Kinda, people be downloading it? No, I'd no. stay away from that game. Okay. I, I mean, it's uh, I haven't formed a full opinion on it yet, but Mike Mitchell and I were playing it the other day, and uh, uh, it left a little, uh, quite a bit to be desired. But we'll see what the final uh, the final take is. The on. final verdict. Yes, exactly. Okay. It's the final verdict. All right. Well, I guess that's all I got. You got no minis? Uh, no, no, we no, got there's plenty more. of stuff. We there's got, a lot of we, stuff. There's too. a lot of stuff, dude. This like this update was huge, huge. We had Madden NFL 12 for this is all PSP, by the way. We had Cladden next two, uh, Shock Troopers, also World Heroes, also cheaper uh, on PSP if you buy them on PSP. Oh yeah. Hmm. So feed your PSP. And also Cladden, by the way, is 20 bucks and. It's actually, uh, I don't know. I, I, I liked the first one. The first one was a cool dungeon crawler. It's a too lot bad of content. I don't understand why those games don't come to PSN. They are. They're, you can download it. Glad next to But he means for PS3. Oh, for PS3. Why can't you get it on the PS3? Yeah. Those games will sell hundreds of copies on PS3. They'll probably sell many more on. That's true. On PS3. Minis. Uh, the minis. Colin, you remember that one that you really liked? Yeah, what was it again? 
Snowy colon the bear's adventures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then carnivores colon ice age. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. For $17 each. <laughs> a no, steal. It was a, it was a, a cheap uh, $2.99 and $3.99. No, that's not bad. Well, yeah. not, not quite mini, uh, what the mini should cost, which is $0.99. Cents. Yeah. All right. Good update. Uh, this is our special segment. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Real quick. Real quick. Oh, Greg, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to say something real quick. Yes. Just, uh, I have three points that I want to make really quick. Because oh, people geez, have been asked. People, they're going to be real quick. People have been asking about these in, in, you know, in the comments and in email. Starting next week. We should bring back trophy tips. Uh-huh. I'll have tips for Resistance Three. Like I said, I already beat it. I already have. I'll Dead Island trip tips. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we're going to start doing that again. We, we for some reason we wanted to like change things up, but then we kind of lost sight of trophy tips, which and people care about trophies. Yeah, so well, I'll have plenty. Of resistance. When we have something to say, we should have something to say. Yeah. Well, we're going to have plenty to say in the fall because there's a freaking million games coming out, uh, and we should start doing hit of the week again more regularly. I think because people have been asking about that. And on Thursday next. I will be organizing an editor beatdown for Resistance Three. Ooh, look at that! Nice job. Yes. Uh, did anyone fa- did anyone congratulate uh, YoSP? Uh, we did on Twitter, but do you want to talk about it here? Yes. Uh, as everybody remembers, Shuhei Yoshida, uh, president of Sony Worldwide Studios, uh, big podcast beyond fan, an alum now of the show. Uh, he had no platinum trophies. Me and Colin found this unacceptable and sent him Hannah Montana to get a platinum, and he played it with his daughter and got his first platinum. So yes, a big is- round of applause hey, yes. for him. Good job. Oh, also, just, Ryan was tearing up paper angry. and threw some in his mouth. Also, re- no, no, really I, quick, do you want to? Because some people are mad that we sent this this game overseas. So you want to ex- because we, oh, right, so right, you right, want right, to explain right, right, how right, much right. of an arduous process yes. it was. Everybody's like, you know, if he, here on Beyond, we try to give away a lot of stuff. A long time ago, we said we're no longer giving away uh, things. Hold on, Scooter, come in here. Everybody, Scooter from One Up is showed up. You're Scooter on the schedule for three o'clock. Here. You're on the schedule for three o'clock. I don't want any crap. This is beyond. Yeah, we took the tech fetish podcast time. We're we're podcasting in the in the evenings, okay. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. You said at three how, o'clock. How, how, much, how much longer? Because I I was actually dealing with Scott Lowe about how I was going to move it to two o'clock, and he was like, "I'm not even in the office." Oh yeah, see, I took I took, took Scott Lowe's spot. I was going to be here till two forty-five. Two forty-five. Sorry, did I screw you over. You want to do that? Okay. Scooter, smile. Scooter, go smile. Play, Why do you smile? Go play resistance. Oh, he's so sad. He doesn't. He's not That's happy. Ah, uh, we broke one of his heart. Too bad. Uh, oh, on. yeah, anyways, we, we send stuff you know, out to listeners a lot, but we don't send it international because it's a total pain in the ass, and then people are like, oh, I see you can send it to USP. You won't send it to me? Correct. We will make exceptions for the president of Sony Worldwide Studios. It, it, I had to fill out these custom forms. I had to have the receptionist walk me through it. Then there were some other forms I had to fill out. It's not easy to send stuff yeah. across the seas. So don't be offended. It's just that you know, Shuhei Yoshida is a friend of Podcast Beyond, yeah. and, and he's one of I think uh, you understand how yeah. special that was, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And speaking of special segments, I have a brand new special segment. It's called... <laughs> this is for when I get an email and I just don't know how to process the information. I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna turn on the uh, oh on the God, light here. I guess right. light. Your your paper's getting abducted. So our, our initial <laughs> our initial <laughs> installment of a wah comes from John. Beyond. 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 Colin, we met at Comic Con. You signed my copy of Resistance Two and said if I wrote in, you would tell the Beyond Nation that my super self conscious girlfriend is actually hot. Yeah, or, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is she hot? Yeah, she was. She was cute. Her name is Crumbs. Well, that's her nickname. She got it after having such big breasts that the crumbs from her food would often end up in her beautiful cleavage. He also, he also told me that as well, yes. So I called her crumbs and it stuck. So I hope you guys read my story on air because I told her hundreds of thousands of people would now know how beautiful she is. I know Colin thought that she was good looking because the entire time we talked, he was looking at her. Thanks so much and be owned. I'm not sure that that's true. <laughs> he added a kidding, but I, I, uh, I, I left out the kidding because uh, I liked it. Oh, no, I, I remember this gentleman. This was this was the guy I asked. You know, so I, I I moderated the Resistance Three panel at San Diego Comic Con, and afterwards, you know, I was with Marcus Smith and uh, you know some of the guys from that from the team and some of the voice actors. Uh, Marcus Smith, of course, is the producer of Resistance, and he, he, you know, Marcus Smith was signing people's games and stuff. And this gentleman came up to me and asked me to sign his Resistance game, and I was like, "You realize the guy that created the game is like <laughs> two feet to my left, so you could just have him sign." It. But he was very nice. And did he get uh, Marcus Smith's uh, signature eventually? I think so. There yeah. you go. And. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, I do crumbs. remember, yeah, Crumbs, I do remember that encounter, um, nice, nice people, good, thank you for coming John, to the John, send a photo of you and Crumbs, yeah, please me and Clements would like to weigh in, yes, I want to weigh in, okay, I'll, I'll just say that she's beautiful anyway, but, send in, but make sure there's like a cheeseburger on her chest, and see, like, see, <laughs> she's so bad at eating food, this whole In-N-Out burger fell off, <laughs> all right, yep. ladies and gentlemen, yep. time for an often overlooked segment here on Beyond called Toe, Top of the Week, uh, the PlayStation team here. Well, kind of. Hold on, I'll get to that in a second. Anyways, IGN put up its top 25 list of PlayStation 3 games yesterday. Of all time. 
ever. Ever. Of all time. We got them here. Uh, obviously, whenever we put up a list, we do it just to annoy you. Because obviously no one can ever be happy or just be respectful that their games are on there. So, Colin, as fast as you can, read down those 25 lists. From, to top, bring, from 25 from to 25 to number one. 25, Burnout Paradise. 24, Demon Souls. 23, Ratchet & Clank, A Crack in Time. 22, Resistance Fall of Man. 21, Borderlands. 20, Valkyria Chronicles. 19, Fallout New Vegas. 18, Metal Gear Solid 4. 17, Dead Space 2. 16, Infamous. 15, Vanquish. 14, Catherine. 13, Bioshock. 12, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. 11, God of War 3. 10, Grand Theft Auto 4. 9, Little Big Planet 2. 8, Batman Arkham Asylum. 7, Infamous 2. 6, Red Dead Redemption. 5, Heavy Rain. 4, Portal 2. 3, Fallout 3. 2, Mass Effect 2. And drumroll, please. Uncharted 2. <laughs> among these. Yeah. I think Andre oh. sums it up best. Uh... There is one way to describe the list. Complete bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Andre, thank you for your uh, kind words there. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, We'll get to all... I've I pulled out a five people who wrote into beyond.ign.com. Plenty of uh, people on the article commenting against it. Uh, to answer the number one, because a lot of people were asking this, because I guess they couldn't figure out the article too much, uh, Luke wrote in, his PSN, if you want to make him uh, hit yeah. of the week, is a basket case 5-7. Basket case 5-7. I just finished reading the top 25. <laughs> list there are definitely some games that i need to check out i had a quick question re- regarding compiling list who was involved with putting lists together i was just wondering if it was gregor and colin or if anybody else was involved thanks and keep on beyonding no thanks for reaching out luke uh this year the what we did is me and colin went into a room and put, planned out a list we said here's what our perfect list would look like what are we overlooking we thought about it for a while blah blah, blah. then we bring in casey uh editor-in-chief then we bring ryan clements playstation at the time hound now playstation team member yeah things would be different uh anyways brought them in brought in damon hatfield brought in some other people who know different genres maybe that we were overlooking maybe we were being stupid and had them bounce ideas we moved stuff around we tried to come to an agreement uh the big thing we went for this year is that in the past right we sit down with these lists and we have to go well let's cover everything right let's let's have something on there well obviously mlb the show is a great game that we need to have some kind of sports or, oh well street fighter is great let's get that on there blah blah and it, it's not that it's disingenuous great games obviously you could but you can look at the review list and go, oh, well, that, I need a good sports game. There's a good sports game. We This year we came in and we wanted, me and Colin really wanted to own the list. That's what we keep saying. We wanted to come in and have opinionated picks that we could back up as far as, like, these are the 25 games you, we think as Team PlayStation. PlayStation Team. Now Ryan Clement's coming board. It'll be different next year already. You come on, and these are what you should be looking at. That's the way we looked at it. That's the way we tackled it this year. Yeah, and I think it was a good way to approach it because... Like Greg said, like we, we felt the need to have certain games on there that we know people really respect, and and this year we wanted the list where we can look at it and be like, these are games that we really we really love since we wrote the list and we're standing behind it. And, and it's it our pictures on every yeah, one yeah. of them, right? And it qu- can't possibly, you know, uh, encompass everyone's opinions on an IGN. No, nonetheless, everyone's opinions out there, which you can see clearly by reading the comments. Um, and we also know that no matter what, we, no matter what. That was said. People, people would be, be upset pissed, about it. Yeah, and, so and, and it's totally that's fine. Really, it's totally it's cool. Not really relevant. Because here's me. my whole thing. I'll let you know. Greg Miller behind closed door. IG oh and my secret. goodness. I hate lists, man. I, I like. I like the idea of them. I love the idea of hey, here here are 25, 100 games that we think are great. Blah blah blah. The the order of them is usually so arbitrary in my mind, at least. I, I, do I really care? I, Burnout Paradise is a great game. I'm going to tell you to play it just like I would play tell you to play Grand Theft Auto 4. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and they're apples and oranges. What are you yeah. in the mood for? Do you yeah. want to kill a hooker or do you want to race? Well, there, either, there's now a no, different number ones on both those lists. However, Ryan, yeah. as we announced at the beginning of the show, you're now a member of the PlayStation team. Uh, what Are we calling ourselves Team PlayStation? No, PlayStation that's, PlayStation that's, PlayStation that's, team. that's a holdover, remember, from when we didn't have teams. But right. now that we're back to being teams, we're back to being the IGN PlayStation team. All right, so we are the IGN PlayStation team. We're back to being team. the IGN Should PlayStation team. Should I change my email signature, maybe? Yeah, if you want probably to. do that. Huh? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, what would you remove? Add. What do you think of? What do you think of the list as an outsider to the process? Who came in? You, you're the whole reason Ratchet and Clank is on there. We didn't right. have Ratchet and Clank on there because yes. we were kind of burned out on that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's a great list. Phenomenal list. It's not. You know. Thank you. It's. It's. I. I you know. I Suck can, it, Andre. I can understand the utter bullshit. <laughs> complete bullshit. Well, complete. Uh, utter would have been good too. Utter would be really good. Um, I'm sure that's been posted there's, somewhere. There's just some phenomenal. Get, like when you look at a list like this and you're like, wow. Like look at this lineup. You know. Yeah. Look at it. You it's guys beautiful. looking at it? Oh, it's beautiful. Here's a few things. I would obviously I'm the one dissenting opinion on Infamous. I respect the games. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have them as high as they are. Both of them um, or just one? Probably both of them. Okay. Um, Reminder for kids at home, what, 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 what are they ranked as right now? In there? Uh, right now, Infamous, the original Infamous is at 16, uh-huh. and Infamous 2 is at 7. Gotcha. 
Uh, I would uh, I would have obviously have uh, Valkyria Chronicles and Vanquish probably a little further up. Uh, Ratchet and Clank I would totally have further up. Uh, but again, that's a, this is an example of someone coming just from a different gaming background. Totally, you I know? would love to have Mod Nation Racers on there and yeah. stuff. But it's like I understand that I'm just goofy and there's you know ball of you're not goofy i know love you thank you uh i'm super i'm super happy about mass effect and uncharted being so high up there funny story there oh gear writes into beyond at ign.com i was reading your top 25 ps3 list and i must say that i'm unusually i'm I'm sorry i'm unusually happy with the outcome good we we pleased him anyways to my question greg you've admitted to find You've admitted that you find Mass Effect 2 a better game than Uncharted 2, so I was wondering if you guys kind of felt obligated to pick a PS3 exclusive as the number one game. Uh, the answer, no, Gear, not at all. Uh, he's referencing the fact that, if you remember, Uncharted 2 came out, uh, when, it, when it came out, two years ago, and then Mass Effect came out in January of the next year, so they didn't get to compete for Game of the Year that year. So I wrote a piece after playing Mass Effect 2 saying, I think Mass Effect 2 is a better game than Uncharted. And it was, first off, as most opinions on IGN or in my life, in anybody's life, I guess, heat of the moment kind of thing. Mass Effect 2 is a masterpiece. However, I think it would be short-sighted to look at Uncharted 2 and not, not I mean, like, I've totally come around to the multiplayer, and I, like, I fucking love it. And it's one of those games I still play, whereas I can't, and it's one of those games I can replay for trophies and do everything else. Whereas Mass Effect 2, now that it's on PS3, I have not been able to complete once again. Because it's, I feel like that's a game where... I, the, the gameplay isn't the drive. The story is the drive. So now that I'm going through again on Mass Effect 2, I'm like, well, I know what you're going to say. I know, I, when, is Mort, when does Mort do his dance? You know, that kind of thing. So it's a little bit different. I don't, I, so now, again, though, apples and oranges. Uh, what, what I would say today, I don't know. But again, now you're talking about a room full of opinions. It's me, Colin, Casey, Damon, Ryan talking about it. So it's yeah. not, this isn't Greg's top 25 list, even though I probably put Uncharted 2 there nowadays. Um, but I don't regret the article, so suck it. Oh, there you go. You know, honestly, guys, I you know what you know what's funny is that I always I'm better when I have my collection of games in front oh, of right, me right, that right. I can look through. We were looking at our trophy list for, yeah, for this. That's smart. Um, <laughs> that's fucking smart. But Fuck uh, yeah, it was. I would have Ratchet and Clank higher. And honestly, the only thing that that makes me a little disappointed about this list is uh, that the game that I've talked about for years on podcast beyond, which is Eternal Sonata, still I think one of the finest JRPGs mm-hmm. ever uh, made in the last like five to ten years. That was a good game. Very so, linear though. Well, yeah, but again, and, uh, and you even played the inferior version still. I still think you should go back. I played and, it on 360. I still think you should go back and play the PS3 one for trophies. Wait. There are no trophies. Yeah, or that's I would have. Right. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, if that, if that game had sneaked its way onto the upper echelon, uh, sorry, the upper threshold of the list, you know. The, the Eternal Sonatas? Yeah, in the top 20s, I would have been really happy. But otherwise, I'm very, I'm contented with okay. this list. Although I could seriously fucking, you know, shit on God of War and Grand Theft Auto. No, I'm just kidding. Those games are great. But uh, I wouldn't have them uh, that high either. Gotcha. I, I mean, it, yeah. was a, it was a cooperative thing. I mean, when I look at the list. There's a lot of compromises. Yeah, I mean, we, we made a lot of compromises. Like, Burnout Paradise wouldn't have been on my list uh demon souls wouldn't have been on my list uh i didn't play valkyrie chronicles metal gear solid 4 and god of war 3 straight up wouldn't have been on my list either. here we so, go uh, andre <laughs> mr yep. complete bullshit had a real point too okay i would <laughs> i would think you would put metal gear solid 4 in your top five just to maintain your credibility putting it that far down what number is it uh 18 putting it that far down along with some other things on the list makes me question if i should ever listen to your opinions again what? Wow, Andre. Andre. Andre's fired up. Andre's fired. He says you might just lose a Beyond listener. My God. To that I say, Andre, go ahead and leave. I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you want to. If I like, for, again, it's just opinions about games, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's no, calm first, down. First, I mean, yeah. First of all, it's video games, and second oh. of all, we, none of us reviewed that game. You don't like that? No, I totally forgot something. Oh, I was like, we didn't mean to offend you too. No, no. no. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll go back to it. Okay. Okay. You guys are done. I mean. Metal Gear Solid 4, I'm a, I'm a Metal Gear fanboy, everyone knows that, like, I, I love Metal Gear, I like to think I'm probably the most knowledgeable person on The Office, one of the, one of the biggest fans of it, oh, yeah. outside of Mark you, Ryan, you Mark, Mark Ryan, Ryan yeah, yeah, Mark Ryan knows a ton too, but it's just like, 4 doesn't hold up, I, and it, like, we all, don't get me wrong, you hear people on the internet, and you f- see, once in a while, behind closed doors here, when we're debating lists like this, people give Jeff shit for giving it a 10, everyone always forgets, and I let him forget, that I was second opinion on that, and I didn't say, totally not a 10, blah blah blah, it was the heat of the moment, and the fact that... <laughs> Of the moment, you're really off key on that one, there, bud. I was doing the telling me what I wasn't off key. I wasn't off key. No, ladies and gentlemen, write into beyond.ign.com. Let me know. Anyways, uh, I think in retrospect, it doesn't hold up the way I I think most people did. Great game. I still think it's a great game. I I totally agree, man. When I first was playing through this, I was like, "This is fucking amazing." And then I I think I think back, even thinking back on it, I was like, "Eh, you know." 
I still it's, it's one of those games where I still have the great moments. Like the, like I always talk, tell that story about how you know I, I first off I drove around all over San Francisco trying to find it when it got misdelivered yeah. to a different IGN to a non IGN office, and then when I you know the second night when I was all, I was ready to go to bed at eleven thirty and then I got to Act Four and I, we went to spoilers Shadow Moses again and I lost my shit. Yeah. I was up to one thirty again playing it. It's like. Those are like touchstone gaming moments that not every game gives you, and I won't forget anytime soon. Yeah, absolutely. To me, it's like, I, I think people, you know, I talk about MGS4 and how I couldn't really get through even the third act or whatever because I was just like, I don't like this game. I, I don't want people to lose sight of the fact that, and I really didn't, you know, I only played MS, MGS3 for a little while too because I was like, I just don't really feel this game, you know? But I love I loved Metal Gear Solid, and especially Metal Gear Solid 2, which I think is a 10. Um, like I love the story is so bad. Love, Metal Gear I love dude. Metal Gear Solid 2, and I love the Rose? enemies in it. Um, but like, so I don't want people to lose sight of the fact that I'm not a fan of Metal Gear because I am. It's the same thing with Resident Evil, which is like, I love the Resident Evil games, and I really hated Resident Evil Five because it's just not a Resident Evil game. And to me, Metal Gear Solid Four felt more like a generic third-person shooter than a Metal Gear game, and I just wasn't feeling it. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, everyone has their different opinions and stuff, but I, I'm, I'm always going to be looking forward to the next Metal Gear Solid game in hopes that yeah. it's great like the first two games That's were. why should, when Peace Walker comes out, play that with me. Do some co-op with me on, on PS3. Yeah. No, uh, it's already out on PS3. No, P, I know you're not going to no, touch no, that. No, no, no. I have it on PSP. I played it for about 10 minutes. What did you think? You hate it? Uh, I just, I don't, I don't really like playing games like that on PSP. All right. All right. I totally forgot, guys. Okay. I really forgot something very important to know. me that's not on that list. My my one of my game of the year contenders when it came out, Bayonetta. Mirror's Edge. Oh, Mirror's Edge. Oh, and, Mirror's and you, you know what? Yeah, and Bayonetta, but actually more Mirror's Edge than Bayonetta. Mm. Okay. I thought Mirror's Edge was a phenomenal game. I think everybody should play it. I like I liked Mirror's Edge. I didn't beat it. I yeah. played it for maybe five or six hours. I really love the the look of it. How it? I think we've talked about this. How the game looks fascist. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Like it, it's so sterile and so yeah, yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah. this is like a. A super overbearing, like strange government. Yeah, so I know like it's great. I really liked it, but I, I thought the mechanics left a little bit to be desired. But I think I think I'm looking forward to. You know, people also were asking why we updated this list. Now we have all these games coming out. We oh, updated every. Oh, 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 wait, some, I thought somebody asked that. You're right, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, anyway, uh, we update the list every August. So exactly. So a lot of people were like, "Why didn't you wait until you just updated this? You blah, updated blah, blah, blah. this list two months ago, actually, IGN. That's not true. We actually updated it. Yeah. Uh, 366 days. It, yeah. we originally, last time it was published on August 30th, 2010. And then we published it August 31st, 2011. So, so let me just say this: the one, the one game I wanted, I really wanted to be on the list, and, and Greg will attest to this because we talked a lot about it. The one game I really I know wanted it is. Can on I the say list, it? yeah, Castlevania. Yes, and to, to me, Castlevania would have been in, the, in probably in the, my top 10. So, I love that game. I love Lords of Shadow. I, I think that game's, I think that game, that I think game. game's awesome. Um, but everything else, when I look at it, it's like, you know, I, I might have changed some things around. The one thing about Uncharted 2, I remember Greg and I had a conversation, and we were like, well, what's the number one game? And we both were like, Uncharted 2. Yeah. You know, like, that game is... I mean, it's... Sur- the- that game is just is immaculate. And I don't think... You, you could make a compelling argument. I think you can even make a compelling argument, not only for Mass Effect 2, but for Fallout 3. I think you can even make a compelling argument for Heavy Rain. I think you can make a compelling argument for Red Dead. You know, I mean, there are compelling arguments to be made. But I think we agree that Uncharted 2, it's not because it's an exclusive. It's because yeah, that game's fucking awesome. Exactly. And Mass Effect 2 is awesome. In fact, you should play every game on this list. Agreed. Yeah. So, All right, yeah. we have some more questions here. Okay. Jeff writes in with one. I was just perusing the top 25 PS3 games of all time. My curiosity was piqued when I saw Infamous at number 16 on the list. And I thought, huh, they decided to keep the original instead of the sequel to represent it in the top 25. Interesting. I'd think it's worth more than number 16, though. Then I saw Infamous 2, and my mind went, shut the front door! As I continued to look, (laughs) noticing Fallout, Infamous, and Uncharted all had two games on the top 25 list. I was under the impression, listening to other IGN podcasts, that you had to pick one game to represent the franchise in the top 25 list. Why the deviation from the policy? The answer, Jeff. We don't agree with that policy. <laughs> well, it's not a policy. It's not. It's not. I mean, first off, you're allowed to do what you want as far as these lists, and that's why they change so much, and that's mm. why we want to keep them fluid, and we want to keep us a personality-based site. The one I think he's talking the most about is top 100 modern or top 25 modern games or whatever. Was it 100? I think it was 100. Whatever. The mo- top modern games. We made a point to say we are. Pick- we want you to play the best of the best. So here are the best of the franchises. And when we sat down to do this one, Colin and I talked about that for a while, and we basically were like. If it offers something different. If you notice, the ones we doubled up on are story-based games, right? Story is a huge part of Fallout, of Uncharted, of Infamous. Little Big Planet, no. Little Big Planet, we were like, Little Big Planet 1 is a great game. Little Big Planet 2 carries over all the created content and you know does all the stuff differently and it improves on it. So it doesn't need to be that way. Right. If Infamous if we if we thought <laughs> Infamous One story sucked, you know what I mean, we'd put we thought Infamous Two was better. We'd only put Infamous Two on there. It's one yeah. of those things. And I think we were trying to be reasonable about it too, like you said, like. 
I can't recommend you Fallout 3 without recommending you Fallout New Vegas. Uh, they're both awesome. You know, one yeah. might run a little bit better than the other. And I can't recommend you Infamous without Infamous 2 because there's no way in hell you like one and not the other. That doesn't make any sense. But with the game, like, we were trying to be more reasonable with it. Like, we talked about Fall of Man being on the list, and, and I love Resistance 2 more. But Greg likes Fall of Man more, and we had to kind of compromise on it. Now, Resistance 2 would have been on my list, along with Fall of Man. But they're this, fundamentally the same game. They're story-driven shooters, but they're shooters, and story's not the most important thing in those games. Gameplay mm-hmm. is. I would argue that with a game like Fallout, and even Infamous, what compels you to play is both the gameplay and the story. Great. Here's, here's one from Jamie. Jamie writes in and says, I saw the updated P- Top 25 PS3 games yesterday and was pleased with the list, especially the little surprises like Vanquish. Good job, Colin. He fought really hard for yeah. that one. Thank you. I did. I did fight Thanks. for that one. Hey, Colin. Yeah. Air high five. I'd have done things a little differently, but overall, it's a strong representation of PS3's awesome lineup. It brought up some interesting questions, though, so I present, present them to you guys. Number one, Killzone 2 was high last year. Why decide to ditch it completely this time around? Uh, that's when I fought for and lost. Not lost, but we compromised. You know what I mean? You have to make room for other games on here, and we have to. And it's one of those things when we were stacking it, and it was like, would I recommend it? Would I recommend Bioshock or Kills in 2? Well, I'm going to recommend Bioshock. Would I ever, you know, am I going to recommend Metal Gear or Kills in 2? Well, I'm going to recommend Metal Gear. And it's one of those things that slowly just went down and down, and there was nobody there fighting hard for it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is Again, this, is, this list this year is all about ownership. Next year it'll be about the three of us owning it instead of really the two of us. And... You know, I think Greg and I have been pretty vocal, and probably especially me, that I don't think Killzone is really anything special. And, you know, I beat both of those campaigns, and, you know, they're fun and they're okay, but they're overrated. And I, in my opinion, like, I, I think people are, look at these games as being, like, gems when they're not. And, I mean, I loved Killzone 2's and, campaign, and I loved multiplayer. That's, yeah. And that's what it always comes back to me, but then again, I'm always talking about how I don't have strong legs in a first-person shooter argument. You know what I mean? Like, I like Killzone, and then I burn out on Blackout. I burn out on every Call of Duty. Yeah, and, well, and Battlefield doesn't work, and I'm like, well, no big deal. And, you know, k- you know, Killzone 3 was not going to make the list because it's... Killzone 3, I got bored with the yeah, game. So, like, I, be- yeah. I beat it, but, man, it was, it was, it was tough to it was get through that game. There. It was really not fun. Um, Clements, do we, or do we, should we have kept Killzone, do you think? In, um, should we have lost I really, one of these I really games? enjoyed Killzone 2, but I'm, I feel strongly about the other games I mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think, the, you know, I look at the list, I'm like... So this is balanced. It's got great games on it. Um, games everyone should play. Everyone should take the time to play every one of these games. Um, you know, and I should take some of my own medicine. Play Portal Two, maybe, and oh, yeah. and um, Portal Two so good. Valkyria I, I, Chronicles. I'll give you another insight, ladies and gentlemen. I was fighting hard to have Portal Two way towards the top. Yeah. Like not number one. I was still leaving. I think, but I think I was pushing it for two for a yeah, while. Yeah, you had wasn't it at number two. And, and I, Portal I, Two I is kind my of... frontrunner for game of the year. And I know, don't freaking yell at me. I'm aware Uncharted, Skyrim, and all this other crap's coming. But at the moment. Dude, Portal 2. And Deus Ex. At the moment, Portal 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, I haven't played it. I still haven't played Deus Ex. Oh, yeah. And actually, it's interesting. that uh, That'll be something to consider for next year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot that's of great one, games. That's one way of putting it. Uh, uh, Jamie. <laughs> I, really, I really liked it. Jamie's final question here. So far. If you, were, if you were to place the 25th on the list, what would it be and why? Clements. The 26th, you mean? The 20, what did I say? 25th. Okay. I, I mean 26th. He said 26th. Okay. Jamie was not wrong. Greg oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to just I'm add, allowed to add one. Yeah. yeah, what would you add right now at 26? He, oh, he's thinking real hard. I can go if you want, since I've already thought I yeah. had a chance. I, would, I, I really enjoyed last year's list having Mod Nation Racers at 25. Especially, and Colin will attest to this, I've been playing more and more Mod Nation Racers again. Yeah, I walked into the living room like, the other day, and, I'm, and I looked, it was, looked it was I, awesome. like, made a double take at the TV. He was dumbfounded. He's like, why are you playing this? I'm like, oh, I, I bought all the DLC while I got in there and play it, so I'm going through for some easy silvers, and I just hit level I just hit level 30, and I'm doing this, and I'm thinking about getting the Platinum mobile. And literally, like, 30 minutes later, Colin walked by again, and he's just like, I just don't understand why you're playing this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you know, fine game. Uh, I have it unopened on my shelf. I haven't even played it. Missing out, dude. Um, I would. I mean, I would add Lords of Shadow. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. I think that game is fantastic, and and uh, uh, in many ways puts God of War to shame. I know that makes people angry. It's really fun, by the way. When when you think about it, just take the three games we just mentioned as like the things that we wanted on there: Mod Nation Race, and then there's Lords of Shadow, and then for me, it would probably end up being Eternal Sonata. Even gotcha. though I have a really strong uh, like attachment to Mirror's Edge. It's like it's funny that it almost represents like our three personalities a little mm, bit. Adorable. I think that's really interesting. Uh, final I one. Va- I am a vampire hunter. Well, that's you know. That's why you're. That's why you're gonna, why you're gonna, gonna love uh, it. Just, it invokes. It invokes, like it invokes all the. It invokes all the old school Castlevania nostalgia that you kind of live for and sure. celebrate. Sure. And uh, and Greg has that like fun loving sort of party like mentality, and then I'm like the geeky Japanese dude that it's all in Chopin's dream. There you go. Yeah. Mean, it's crazy. Spoilers. All right, final question before we move on from topic of the week. Uh, Dear Greg and Colin, this is from Nawaza. Dear Greg and Colin, yes, he wrote into beyond at IGN.com like everybody else should. Dear Greg and Colin, 
Please confirm or deny the real reason Metal Gear Solid 4 is so low on the IGN's list of top 25 PS3 games is because it has no trophies. Confirmed. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> it's so low of on the course, list. Of course, of course we're denying it. Yeah, that's not true. We've so already covered it. I just thought it'd be funny. I thought you'd say confirm. We can move on. No, no, no. I actually read that email and uh, no, obviously, you know, denied. whatever. I mean, we, we put Metal Gear Solid 4 where we, where we felt it should be. If, if people on this team felt more strongly about it then maybe it would have been higher and maybe we'll have a different conversation next year but like i said if it was on my list it wouldn't be on it at all so just be happy it's there am i right greg <laughs> mail call am I right mail strum reader mail email chain mail pigeon mail there we go air mail uh ladies and gentlemen remember to be part of the show beyond at ign.com just like all those other people were which is really kind of reader mail so when i cut it off here in like two minutes I will not feel sad about it. How long have we been podcasting for? Oh, man. Uh, 50 minutes. Okay, good. We're right on track. Uh, a minute. Why can't we? We should just keep going. Who cares? I wanna, I'm I'd just like, going to knock want, Scooter on his face. But I want you to get it edited before 3, So because uh, you know, I don't want it to be stuck in after 3. Oh, and stuff. Okay. That's why I want it. Well, you know. no, then we have 8 minutes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. I only I, need 10. I'm still with the whole Scooter can just suck it. All right? We got here first. Damn. We, it's like Goonies. This is my wish, and I'm taking it back. All right. Uh, Brandon writes in and says, Beyond. Beyond. Dead Island comes out soon, but should I buy it? What do you think about it? Uh, Brandon, I'm reviewing Dead Island, and while I can't give you the score, and while I can tell you the game is long, <laughs> much longer than I think I gave it credit for, I am enjoying my time quite a bit. And uh, you can look for the full review here on IGN, I believe Sunday, 9 a.m. Uh, and you can also, you know, bum around. I just did a PlayStation conversation about it yesterday, which was now spun out into this thing called uh, Preview Review, where we were previewing the review. And you can see me I play it. it's a review preview. I don't know. I it's don't a re- know. I think it it's is a, what it's a it preview is. of a review, so it's a review preview. Right, I thought. Yeah. Well, I thought I'm previewing the review, but I see what you're saying because it's like Dead Island review would be the review of Dead Island. So preview review would be the review of the preview. So this is the review preview because I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, guys. There's a video up, and I and yeah. it, I, I compare it to Fallout. It's a very it's Fallout with zombies, and then a whole bunch of kids are like, well, those were called ghouls. Well, not no, you freaking jackass. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't try to get around. Yeah. It. First of all, ghouls and Fallout, or you know, are feral not, ghouls. Feral yeah, feral ghouls, ghouls yeah. are not zombies. Exactly. So get your Fallout stuff straight, bro. <laughs> Anyways, look for that review. I think, uh, I mean, I was excited for it when I saw the trailer. Then we saw it in action. I wasn't sold on it. I played it a little bit. I wasn't ready for it. If if I was in your shoes, knowing what I'd know, I'd buy it. I, I, I'm I'm pro that game. I'll tell you that when I, I've, I've watched Greg play it extensively at home. Yeah. And I was interested in that game. I thought it looked cool. But I sat down and I was kind of enamored by it. I started playing it last night. Uh, I couldn't play it for very long because I was too attached with Trophy Hunting and Resistance 3, but... But uh, I'm definitely going to play through it myself. Excellent. Yeah. We're going to play through it together, hopefully. We can probably get yes. two Beyond fans in there. Sure. Uh, Josh Merchant writes in with some quick fires. Colin. Yeah. Are you going to be have any editor beat down for Resistance 3? This is your chance to plug it again. Yes. We're going to do it. Uh, well, I'll announce the plans on Thursday. We'll play a little 8-on-8 eight eight deathmatch, etc., and so on. There are no online trophies, so we can't farm for that, but it'll be fun to play and, and get online and, and hang out with everyone. Cool. Ryan. Yeah. Last week you mentioned you were loving Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yes. Is this your game of the year, or at least your favorite RPG of the year? Mm, he put you on the spot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be my game of the year, because I'm re- there are a few other things I'm really excited about this year, including Skyrim. Great. But it's, it's, it's I mean, you should just still play it. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Greg, last week I asked Colin how he was liking the house of Miller Moriarty Mitchell. House of M. I, I still like PlayStation Home better. Yeah, the PlayStation, PlayStation Home. Home. Uh, how is it going for you at the house? What is it like sharing your house with your trophy nemesis? Uh, Josh Merchant, I am enjoying quite a bit. It's a lot of fun. We're having a great time. I haven't lived with dudes in, I think, what was it? I, t- I told you this for like seven years. I've had roommates my, since then, but like they've all been chicks, whether I was dating them or not. Not right, the same. Right, right. Um, so it's fun. Uh, Sunday night, I came home from PAX. I've been partying all week with you fans. Thanks again for coming out. What did we do? We went out and got wasted on Sunday. <laughs> it was totally random. We like, we just were like, yeah, let's go. Uh, you know, you Mike's like, like, I'll pick you up from the airport. It's like, and I'm like, cool. I want wings. And then that turned into like four pictures and shots and all the stuff. And yeah, and then we just went. And then Mike, there's a great picture on on Twitter of Mike Mike Mitchell passed out on his bed. Yeah, and like Colin 11. posing with him. <laughs> I just want to say, next time that you guys get wasted, invite me. You were sick. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I probably was. Uh, Marzareth writes and says, Beyond. Beyond. This coming week, we'll see the release of four notable games. Dead Island, Driver San Francisco, Resistance 3, Warhammer, 40,000 Space Marine. And I'm not sure which one to get, since I won't get them all at the same time, blah, blah, blah. Which one should I get if I can only play one? Ooh. Tough one, right? I, can we even recommend any of these yet? I have played or at least seen demos of all of all of these games. Right. 
And so for me, it would come down to Dead Island or Resistance. Warhammer totally bored my socks off at E3. And granted, it was one of the final demos of E3, or I'm sorry, pre-Judges Week, where I'd been t- fooling around all week, f- flying all, running around. Like, so I was totally bored out of my mind. I thought it looked really generic. However, Anthony Gaius, I know, enjoys playing it. He, I don't know what his, he's reviewing it. I'm not saying he's going to give it a positive review, blah, 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 based on preview events. And being a Warhammer fan, he enjoys it. Yeah. Driver San Francisco, I've previewed a billion times. I think the premise is hilarious. You're in a coma, but you're not in a coma, and you're playing, you're driving around, and it's like. I think we, that game looks awesome. We <laughs> gave it an eight. I, uh, they gave it an eight from IGN.com. I, I'm totally going to play it. But if I had to pick, I would I, it would be between Resistance and Dead Island for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't talk about Resistance yet. So. Exactly. See, that's now it's where you get into this unfair territory, yeah. right? Because obviously you pick Resistance. All right. You you yeah. haven't played any of these games. You're picking Resistance, not based on what you know, but based on being a Resistance fan. Yeah. yeah. In playing preview builds. Yeah. yeah. Stuff, I course, I haven't played any of those games uh-huh. yet. I would play Resistance. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's what I'm most excited about. Probably. So there you go. So Resistance is the winner. Pick the Resistance. Uh, da, 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 da. We're running out of time. Let's see what we got. Some good ones in here. We could do the. All right, here. Well, this is going to be the final one. It comes from Kevin. After reading Greg's review of God of War Origins Collection, I was a little taken aback by Greg's position that Kratos should be be a more quote well-rounded and believable character. I can't really imagine a game in which you eviscerate minotaurs, dissect, disembowel, and decapitate gods, or rip the eye out of a colossus's head, and still be able to call your character well-rounded. So, so is it the character you don't like, or is it really the gameplay? Can you have one without the other? Well, Kevin, if you remember in my review, uh, I think I started off by saying I hate Kratos sucks. He's a terrible character, but the gameplay is what makes the, the game awesome. So I think you can have them without each other, and I think that God, that's why I gave God of War uh, Origins a nine. I really had a blast with the game, really dug them, and I. And, but it, what happened for me is that yeah, Kratos is such a terrible character, and like, and when I'm saying well-rounded and believable, I'm not talking about him sitting on tea or you know blah blah blah. But I mean, he doesn't need to yell everything. You know, you see your. Uh, I don't want to spoil things. You see, you know, I understand he's a tortured soul. He got tricked into killing his family, but and that's not real in this game, obviously. So don't yell at me, kids. You should know you're out of war by now. You know, and so like you're, you're reunited with ghosts or something, and you're still screaming. Come on! It's it, I mean the character is it's almost he's almost laughable. There there are ways to make angry characters that still have like a soul. Like totally. At some point, you need in order to develop an emotional attachment with someone, you need some sort of resonance. And so there is a way to make a super angry character. Wolverine. But that anger that anger comes down. Like at some point, like you you go up and then yeah, you go back down. And, and down that's down. where and that's where it's interesting is after the anger fades, what's left? Yeah. That's what's interesting, and there's not a lot there for Kratos. From no, what I've seen, I have, all, I've never even dude. beaten a single God of War game. I'm total noob. Jeez. No. No. Thank you. So that's it. That's it. the mic away. Uh, we have another special segment. This one's called Ryan Clement's Love Guru. It's from John. <laughs> oh, Beyond. He wrote into Beyond at Beyond.com. Hold on. I'm working on a burp here. You got it? You got it? Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. I want to take a moment to give a heartfelt thanks to Ryan. At the end of last week's podcast, he encouraged the listeners to ask out the cute girl they always want, They were always too shy to ask. Well, with Ryan's words buzzing in my head, I gathered up my courage and asked the cute girl in class that I always liked. To my surprise, she actually said yes, and we're going out soon. I don't know if this will go anywhere, but it, at the very least, I wanted to share my thanks. You rock! Thanks, John. This actually meant meant a lot to me because I received several emails that were very similar about guys that, that kind of just went out on a limb and went for it. And I got to say, I, I couldn't think of a higher honor than something that I just kind of had fun with and wanted to talk to the listeners about uh, ended up inspiring some people to start relationships. I think that's amazing. Radical. I if was, you have a great I was really story happy. about Podcast Beyond influencing your life, make sure you send it along with all your questions and comments and concerns to beyond at IGN.com. Make sure you read IGN.com every day. That's where we put up all these crazy reviews that we do and all these lists that make people cry. And make sure you follow us all on Twitter. You can follow IGN at IGN. You can follow Game Over Greggy. That's me. At Game Over Greggy. Uh, Ryan Clements' Poem Cider. Uh, no taxation is Colin Moriarty. Uh, also, come to, my, come to IGN and join my IGN. Also, I changed my Facebook to a fan page, so you can finally follow me there. G- Facebook.com slash Game Over Greggy. And watch me on uh, New Challenger tonight at Revision3.com. I'm on, I'm on video with a really cool dude. Video killed the podcast star. <laughs> Ryan, it's been a pleasure being back with you guys. Yes. It's sad mm. to see it won't happen for another four shows. Uh, <laughs> take me home. All right. Wait, are you not going to be around next week? No, I'll be here. Oh, okay. So we'll have it for next we week. We lied. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, I'm going to end the show with a letter from Sam who writes, where is it? Where is it? You beautiful <laughs> bastards have been pleasuring my eardrums in ways I've never been yeah, pleasured buddy. before. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> also, my apologies to Ryan. The song doesn't actually have anything to do with Final Fantasy. 
Fantasy because he named it Final Fantasy. I just wanted to get your attention. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. This Good is job. Sam. Uh, an important P.S. The song is called Eve. It's off my labus, latest labest. Labels? Goodness. Labus. Latest album entitled Vertical Sleep. Well, not on iTunes yet. You can check out all my music and more on my YouTube account. The channel name is The Elliot B. Elliot. The Elliot B. B is in Buzzing B. Thanks, thanks, and love you. This is from Sam. Thank you, Sam. I'm going to play Eve right now. Beyond. Beyond. Why isn't Heavenly Sword on the list? I, I, I have never felt alone. They hunt me in my dreams and follow me home. You're a slave to a system. Yeah.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.